Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grabback, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you 3D perspectives from varying skill range. I am the captain of this vessel, Andrew. With me are Bosun, Keith. Hello. And our chief stew, Liz. <laughs> Deck. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, this is Keith's uh, idea for an intro. Oh, I love it. Uh, but this you, week, you know, I can't kick. <laughs> this week was another listener request, and thank you all who voted for us to play this game. You asked for us to revisit the Sea of Thieves, so we originally did the episode back when the game hit its one-year anniversary. So now we're back again at it. It just recently hit its three-year anniversary. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say recently, but. See no, these? wait, that doesn't make sense. We recorded in 2019. It's 2022. So wouldn't that be four, four years then? I mean, yeah, I lied. It's it wasn't recent. It's been three years since we recorded. Yeah. Dang. It's kind of crazy. But Sea of Thieves is brought to you by Rare Studios. And Sea of Thieves is a first-person pirate simulator where you play, where you get to man a ship, whether it be a sloop, a two-person sloop, a three-man brig, or a four-man galleon. You go around sailing the Sea of Thieves and causing all sorts of havoc. You can either go out searching for treasure or sink other pirates and try to steal theirs. Going around for a revisit. Is this a game or pass for you guys? I mean, I it stays the same. This Sea of Thieves is still a game. It's a game that I largely have not played as much as over the years as, as I did way back when, when it came out and when we had started it and recorded this, but uh, nonetheless, man, I love this game. Even, even at its most frustrating points, I, I still love it. Yeah, for me, it's still a game. I think that, I mean, I haven't played it in a couple years because back in the day, it was a really long adventure. And especially with having kids and, and stuff, it's just like, can I really like set aside that much time? I mean, I can, but then I start thinking about like, oh, I should be doing X, Y, and Z instead. So it is really hard to carve out that much time, especially because you're sailing. So you it's not like you can just pause the game. But they've actually done a lot that, to kind of help that. And I do think, though, that all the things that I disliked about the game is kind of what was expanded with the game. But that being said, it's still a great game. <laughs> so, Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously still with you guys. This is still a game for me. But I think I actually like it a little less than when I f- when we first did Sea of Thieves. I've been playing on and Sea of Thieves on and off for the past three years. So I know you guys said you haven't really touched it too much. I've at least been jumping back in every once in a while here and there, and there has been some great improvements. But there's also been some things that just make it so much harder. And honestly, like for like gameplay wise, like worse for me. The other night I heard you playing with um, some of our listeners, correct? Yes. And I was the just one who like, requested this game, Curtis. Yeah. The situation you were in, I was just like, that is so frustrating. And it just makes the game longer and harder. But I interrupted you. <laughs> no, you're fine. I always interrupt you, so it's okay. But yeah, there's... I mean, if you've listened to our original Sea of Thieves episode, if you've played Sea of Thieves, you kind of know a little bit what you're getting into. I just think for me, why I think I'm a little bit less into it there's a good amount of times I would actually solo sloop and I feel like the state of the game in now is really, really, really difficult if you are a solo slooper. If you are playing by yourself, I feel like you could have a really hard time. <laughs> but Because the other the other night, I was like, oh, I'm going to solo sloop, you know? And within... <laughs> 
30 seconds of me leaving the island, like less than 30 seconds, a ghost ship came and just started blasting me. I got hit three times in a row and I went down. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, start using the wood. And then it hit me another two times. And I was like, do you know what? I'm too grumpy for this. Like, I'm good. <laughs> the only yeah. thing- oh, go ahead, Keith. No, I, w- I was going to say, I, I, I do have to say I agree with you that I think I kind of miss old school Sea of Thieves a little bit. And, you know, not to be old pirate yelling at the clouds slash, you know, <laughs> hipster pirate either. But, like, there is just something so special about when the, this game first came out. It was so much more, I feel like, of a simulator. Yeah. And, and now it's – there's just so much. And, and it's great because there's so much to do. And so you always feel like you can find or think of something to do. You're never stuck at, like, I don't know, I'll just sail around, whatever. But, but while there's always something to do, there's kind of just always something to do. Or if you're not for like a second, someone's like, hey, I'm just going to come attack you now. Yep. And, then, and you always had that. But it's now, now there's ways that it's rewarded. And on one hand, that's really cool. On another hand, ugh. Yeah, that was my least favorite thing when we were originally playing was, I mean, I understand this is a pirate game. So when people come after me, that's fine. But I feel like when people come after you and see a thieves, like they're the type of person that just has unlimited hours and yeah. they just follow you around and around and out all these new things just trying to tell you, Hey, this person's doing this thing where they're going to get like a ton of gold and I'm going to make it visible for the whole map. And so for me, I didn't want to do any of that crap because I mean, I wish that like at the beginning, like, from what I liked at the beginning, that, like, it just felt like the map was so big and it took you so long to do stuff. Like, make it so that I didn't have to travel, like, as far. Like, make it more condensed. But now it's just like, oh, no, we're going to add this new stuff where you're just going to get people coming after you all the time. And that was my least favorite part of Sea of Thieves. Man, you make a good point, Liz. Like, Sea of Thieves, at the end of the day, isn't so much about a game of skill. It's about a game of who has more time available. It is. It's, it, for me, it's like, I mean, you think about like Sea of Thieves, if like, it, I mean, it is made for pirates. And for me, like, I would feel bad if I saw somebody working really hard at something and sinking them. Yeah. But people don't feel that way when it's the other way around. You know, they're just like, I'm going to get that person. So for me, it's just like, that sucks, especially like solo sleeping and stuff. Like it's just so hard because you're fighting like all the different things in the game and then it's just like some random group come along and be like, huh, sucks to be you. But I digress because, I mean, we should get into the story because now there is a story and surprisingly there's a Captain Jack Sparrow. So I was really surprised by that. Yeah. So when we first recorded our Sea of Thieves episode, it just hit its one year anniversary and the one year anniversary was, you know, a nice big update. It came out with Tall Tales. It came out with the harpoons on the ship. It added a couple new factions, expanded the level cap for the factions. It added a whole slew of things. But of course now, after over three years, they've added a whole bunch more. So as Liz said, yes, there's now more a more interesting story, more overall lore. Like there was always a little bit of snippets here and there. The Tall Tales that originally came out, there was originally nine, I'm pretty sure. No, I think ten. But... Overall, though, they were kind of a little bit their own separate story with an overall story that they were slightly tied to of you trying to, you know, rebuild this totem to get to the shore of gold. But now they've added two more original tall tales. And then they added, as Liz said, the Pirate's Life campaign, which is a Pirates of the Caribbean adventure. 
So it adds five new tales for that, where you are essentially trying to save Jack Sparrow, rescue his ship, the Black Pearl, stop Davy Jones, and recover an artifact. So what do you guys think of the story that has been developed so far, Sea of Thieves? Have you guys cared at all? I feel like it made the gameplay feel even slower. Like when you go up and you like select the story, I was just like, okay, come on. Talk a little faster. There's a lot because, of dialogue. Because when you move away, it starts getting quieter and quieter. I'm like, wait, I can't even like stalk my ship while you're talking. And then it starts going and I really didn't find interest in it. And I played the first one with Andrew this week. Because of the Pirate's I, Life. Yes. Because when it first came out like three years ago, I had played a little bit. And so I was playing this new stuff with the Captain Jack Sparrow. And for me, I found it very uninteresting and slow and i just wanted like the regular gameplay i'm like i'm not digging anything up i'm not really fighting i'm just like it's so for me like i i found it kind of boring but i don't know if it was just like the mood i was in but it, it wasn't for me yeah i i think i remember doing one of the tall tales when they first came out you know a thousand years ago roughly speaking <laughs> no exaggeration and, yeah no none at all no exaggeration and I don't remember caring much for it. It just seemed like, listen, kind of slow. And at the same time, because I, I think the Pirates one life one is different where you're on your own server, right? Yeah. Okay. So, the, so there is something to be said for that because trying to do the tall tales around people who are just constantly sinking you, even if you don't have treasure, just because they can and they want to, it like, I, I didn't ever want to do the tall tales. And so I didn't do them this time around either. Um, or the campaign for that matter. I just, I wanted, I wanted to get back out on the seas with, with my, my pirates, my fellow pirates. Yeah. That's why I kind of wish that it was like Sea of Thieves on a different server. Like I wish that like, even with like the story and stuff, I still wish I was doing the fun stuff that was exciting. So that's why it just felt so flat because I felt like I was just running around like lighting lanterns and I was like, where are the skellies? When am I fighting? And, um, yeah. So, I mean, I understand, like, why they don't have a separate server for people who don't want to fight, like, you know, people, like, actual pirates, you know, that want to sink your ship. But for me, it's just, like, I don't understand why they couldn't combine the elements of, like, the regular game. Because it honestly kind of felt like a, I don't want to say a walking simulator, but it did feel like it was just kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, not having done it at all, I obviously can't say for sure, but... I could imagine that. I mean, yeah, you have the, the skelly sloops or ghost sloops, whatever it sends you. I don't know. And that can be a nuisance. It can definitely be a struggle. But uh, at the same time, I don't want to just fight AI. I always thought I did. And I kind of don't. I like the just enough of the AI fights you get with, you know, doing an Order of Souls missions and things like that. I don't, I don't think I'd want entirely PvE. So for me, I've, I enjoy them, but I'm not crazy about them. I'm kind of with you guys. They are a bit slow. So there's a ton of dialogue. That's the word, slow. And I, I agree, Liz. Like it's, it has a lot of dialogue. And overall, I just don't care. I don't think the voice acting is that good. That like, so the main storyteller is this very heavy Jamaican accent woman and honestly, I can't understand a word she's saying. Well, like, I, I have subtitles, subtitles on, and I'm yeah. still just like, what is the story? I know I'm saving Jack Sparrow. He has a treasure. Davy Jones doesn't like him. He's captured. And I'm just like, okay. Like, 
but there's just like a ton of dialogue. But it's also just weird that it's just like they come. Did they combine with Disney or just like yes? Which that's I, just weird to me. I know I'm and not a big fan of Especially like right now because we started playing it during like the trials and stuff. It's very awkward. Oh yeah, well, I the, feel very awkward about it. Johnny Depp is not the voice actor in this. Oh, so someone mimicked him. Yes, that makes it even worse. I know. Um, I know, and that's that's actually one thing he said in the trial of like Disney is still cashing out on my character, but like I got thrown to the wolves and like. Which, depending, like, how people feel about it, I mean, it could make people not want to play the game. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's one thing. I'm probably going to piss some people off here, but I am not a general fan of Disney. I think Disney's kind of a gross company. So do you think that they sold out kind of thing, Sea of Thieves? Where they were just like, oh, Disney's going to give me a huge paycheck, and now we have Captain Jack Sparrow. And they're also, like, bringing stuff in from... The original movie, I think. I think I've only seen the original movie. And there were some lines and some things happening, like with the dog. And I was just like, they're really just bringing stuff from the first movie into the game? Yeah, because nostalgia. See? No, but it's just like, well, this is like Sea of Thieves. Nobody cares about Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, they do. And this is why I, I'm kind of disappointed that they did it. It was always funny and kind of an ongoing joke. Like, originally we played Sea of Thieves. There was two references I've always heard a million of. There's always Pirates of the Caribbean, and the second is SpongeBob. Constantly slamming your ship along the side of a rock, going, it's good, you're good, you're good. Constant SpongeBob reference. Or Weast. In the fact, yeah, yeah, or Weast. Yeah, those are the two things. There's Pirates of the Caribbean and SpongeBob people always kind of quote and see a thieves. I don't think I've seen a full episode of SpongeBob, so. Oh, your life is sad, dark place. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but now that Sea of Thieves is actually like technically canon, or Pirates of the Caribbean is technically canon. I'm not crazy about it. It's always like one of those things where it's like, it's always a funny joke when it's kind of referenced, but then when it's actually brought into the light, it's not as funny or fun anymore. So as far as the tall tales go though, I think they're like anything with Disney. I think it's a crazy spectacle, but it's not a ton of fun. Like when you go in there, like I think the production value of them is fantastic. Like they're really cool. You're doing some cool platforming. You're going to these cool environments but it's just overall, I just it's just kind of slow. But I do think that it's one of those situations too, where like nobody like puts their money where their mouth is or puts their time where their mouth is. Because what I've seen online, like ninety nine percent of people agree with Johnny Depp, but Sea of Thieves isn't hurting, which is kind of weird. That's what I mean. Like, like whatever you think about the trials, I wonder if this could possibly affect the game. I don't think so. I honestly, I, I, you don't think people care enough? No, I really don't. (laughs) I I think, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's anything that's going to have an impact on the gameplay. I don't think people who are playing the game generally tend to care. Even, I I think largely like us, like couldn't even care about the tall tales or, or the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff even being in there. I'd rather play the other parts of the game than, than really care about that in the first place. Whether Johnny but you get achievements, right? Yeah. So if you want achievements, you kind of have to. Yeah. No, and and there's something to be said for that. I I definitely didn't touch those, but I I think there's some there's achievements I'm willing to forego if I'm just not interested in the gameplay enough. And and honestly, I, I as much as I love Sea of Thieves, that's kind of a place where I'm like, eh, I'd rather invest my time otherwise. But I will say the nice thing about the new Tall Tales of the Pirates Life, that is the thing I think is good if you're a solo slipper. Like I said, they're they're pretty fun. Like, so when you go to them, like the very first one, you're going through this cave system, kind of hearing the story of ghosts. 
then you eventually get to honestly like a hub world. It's a big open space with a tavern, a crashed ship, and you're kind of navigating this area. Me and Liz, you could go straight and just do the mission, but there's a ton of little secrets in it. You know, there's a lot of actual gold you can actually take home with you and like treasure and loot and special rewards if you actually explore and there's different puzzles and stuff that are completely essentially side quests to the actual story. So like stuff like that is kind of cool. And I will say like if you have your solo person and you just want to kind of a chill for time, I think the pirate life is great because as Keith said, you actually sail and you're on your own server. So you don't have to worry about people harassing you. I disagree with you because I just wanted to complete it because I was kind of bored with it. I know. I know you were, but I, I took the time for it and I actually found it pretty rewarding and cool. See, I think I'd have... It had some side stories. I think I'd have more fun doing that if I was playing it with somebody than doing it solo. Because the thing about Sea of Thieves overall, for me personally, is I, I like solo slooping. I actually generally find it fun. I But what I like about it is there's always that kind of sense of fear and that excitement of it. Yeah. Whereas if I'm just worrying about the... AI traveling along kind of a set circular path and I know how to avoid them. Yeah, I'm sure they force some instances of these boat battles on you, but largely you could probably yeah, ignore do. a lot of it if you if you take your time and, and navigate around it, which is all fine and well. But I don't I don't know. I don't think I'd want to do that. Now if I assume you can do a brig or anything, I if I sat down with you guys or if I sat down with you, Andrew, I think I would have more fun with it. And I think even thinking about it, obviously, I, I I know I said I didn't play it, but if I'm thinking about it, maybe trying to get to play it with somebody who I want to experience Sea of Thieves, but I don't want to bring them into the crazy world of, you know, uh, emissaries and reapers and all of that stuff. Let's just learn some of the mechanics, learn some of the fun aspects of it, get that down, and then we'll take on the scary parts. I like that you switched from you guys to you, Andrew. Well, you and I... <laughs> like, I would have it fun with Andrew. Like, you switched that real well, quick. Well, <laughs> no, it's, I, I meant the two of you together or Andrew, like, as two separate instances, because you and I don't play together, Liz. <laughs> unless I'm, unless I'm playing with Andrew, that's the only time we play together. So, you know what? Fact. But I do wonder, like, when you're talking about, like, when you're in a sloop, how often do people actually attack sloops? All the time. Because I think it just, like... All but the time. it's so cowardly. Yeah. Like if you're a brig or if you're if you have a galleon, you know that, that sloop might have one person. It's one to two. Whereas in like a brig, there's like ninety nine percent of the time there's three. Or a galleon, there's ninety nine percent of the time there's four. You might be waiting for someone to come in, but like usually it's full. So it just like kind of makes you look like a like a little coward. I don't know. Yes and no. Cause there's this is, a, this is a funny thing about Sea of Thieves is you really never know who or what is inside that boat. And it's kind of the beauty of it is sometimes people who are slooping, a solo sloop could be the most dangerous person on the entire server. If there's somebody who's good enough, they they can outwit you. They can, they can do all that fun stuff. But it could be four amazing players who are really good at the game that can go against one person. So just like... At what point you're just like, well, I'm kind of a loser attacking. Like I don't a, know, because I, I still say at the end of the day, like a sloop can generally, if they want to win the time battle, that is, of course, not the actual battle. A sloop can generally outrun, outrun a galleon, not on a straight out race, but you can dip, dodge and duck around things a lot better than a galleon can. And uh, that's some of the most fun as a solo sloop. I'm obviously no expert at it. 
but I, I can hold my own pretty good in a, in a chase. And, and I always have but fun. But if you have four people, like it's so easy for like one or two of them to jump off the ship. So if two people jump off the ship, ship and get on the sloop, it's kind of like a no-brainer. That's all you have to do is drop the anchor. So for me, it's just like, eh, if they, if, maybe they're good, but I don't know. I think it's kind of lame. I'm not fully even disagreeing with you. I just, I, I, I still think that there is opportunities for a four v one, the the solo person to win, and and without even being like a crazy good player, like you you can win those battles, and I think that that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah, I actually really like, and I said this in our original episode, I think, um, that there are a lot of videos out there that are really fun to watch. Like, there are some people that are so good at Sea of Thieves, and they just jump on a ship, and they're just, like, taking care of business by themselves. It really is 1v4. Even if there's, like, three other people on their ship, and they're just one person goes. So it really is amazing. But that's why it's just, like, it's weird that you have these different ability levels where just, like, you can have, like, like brand spanking new people on a server, and then people are that just, like, annihilate everyone. So there's kind of like an imbalance sometimes. So I have a question, and I don't want you to take offense to this, Liz. Are you sure okay. that Andrew doesn't just pull up YouTube videos while you guys are playing, and you aren't really sure the difference in playing with Andrew while he does everything and watching somebody else do it on a video? What do you mean? Maybe I... Well, you maybe, said Andrew maybe, doing everything. Maybe I first of all, wrong. I want to say maybe. that, like, so when we first started playing Sea of Thieves way back when, I was the one that usually take care of the boat. Well, people were off gallivanting. So when you say like, oh, Andrew doing everything on the boat, first of all, let's quit that nonsense. <laughs> I'm usually the one. I remember we were playing with these um, two guys that were just like hopping around with these gunpowder barrels. And they, they were like, oh, why didn't you do this? And I was like, because I'm doing everything else on the boat. Like I'm adjusting sails. I'm driving. Like, what are you doing, bro? And uh, so for me, like, let's, let's, you know, rephrase that. Fair. I was, I but was only teasing as for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, and I really do enjoy like going on YouTube and looking at different videos for Sea of Thieves. I got into it a little bit today, and it was just like, dang, they are really good. Because for me, like, I, I haven't had to fight anybody this week. But when we first started playing, like, I really did suck at fighting people. Um, and so for me, like, if I can do stuff on the ship to be helpful, like, I like doing that. But if someone jumps on the boat, it's like, yeah, I'm obviously going to try to fight them. But, I mean, any, anyone with any skill level is going to defeat me, you know? <laughs> so, the two big gameplay elements of Sea of Thieves, to kind of get a little bit into it, because I kind of want to hear your guys' discussion of, like, the improvements of it. You have ship battles. It, it goes either from the ship or from land. And in the ship battles, you know, since the Anniversary Edition, they've added curse cannonballs. They have added fireworks. They have added the harpoon guns, and they. What are the fireworks even for, except for the achievement? They're for fun, just general fun, because you can, if you're ever fighting skeletons at night, you mm -hmm. can shoot a flare in the sky, and it lasts quite a while, and it illuminates like the entire island. Oh, okay. So it has some utility, but majority of the time it's just kind of meant for fun. Uh, but they've added different improvements to the ship, or different elements to the ship. I, I guess I couldn't really say it's improvements, but the ship now has like different degrees of damage you have like can have a small medium or large hole and depending on the size of the hole is how quickly water pours in and how long it takes to repair it your masts can get destroyed and your sails can go down your capstan and your steering wheel can take damage so it's harder to operate 
you know, they've added a bed so you can sleep. They've added cooking. Well, cooking was in the one-year anniversary. But they've added a ton of different things to the ships. Now, as a, to the land battles, they've added fire bombs and blunder bombs. And that's it. They added new enemies. And that is... Oh, and new enemies. But this is my biggest complaint. I, I love the sea battles. I think the ship combat and Sea of Thieves is fantastic. It's a ton of fun. It's really dynamic. It's It makes for some exciting moments. To me... The, the hand-to-hand combat is boring. It is still the same thing. And like they haven't really added any new moves. There's no new weapons, which is really frustrating. Because I remember even back in the one-year anniversary, people were like, oh, it'd be cool if they had axes or maybe daggers. You could have different like t- types of weapons. Or a sniper. Like if you could actually... Well, there's like... sniper rifle. Oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I never use the guns. <laughs> yeah, it's still the same three guns. And so it's just like... But I mean, a lot of the stuff that you're mentioning, I, I completely agree with you. Like, for instance, like the whole sleeping thing, just eat a freaking banana, like stock your ship before you go. And also every island that you go to has crap. So for me, it's just like those little things that are just kind of like nonsensical. No, no, there may be nonsensical to you, but I can tell you now it is, it is really huge for the role-playing community. Seathius has done a fantastic job How for people. How is sleeping good for the role-playing community? Because you're acting like a pirate. You, you have to actually sleep in real life. So people play role-playing of Sea of Thieves and like... But like you could actually be doing other stuff that was beneficial. So like when we used you, to you know play, you is? would like shoot off into like... No, I Sorry, do. that sounded aggressive. <laughs> no, it did actually. No, but like <laughs> what I'm saying is like when we used to play, like you would shoot off and onto like other islands and stuff. Like you would do other stuff. So for me, it's like I get the whole role-playing aspect, but it's just like I feel like it's just kind of an excuse to to lay there and maybe take a bathroom break. I mean, break. the, the like, idea, and in, in not to, like, kind of go back to, like, the whole point of role-playing, though, isn't them trying to progress in the game. It's not about trying to get gold. It's, in most cases, they're content creators. They're probably streaming, things like that. So they're, like, kind of telling stories. And so the goal isn't to have the most bananas on the boat. It's yeah. to... Really, it's so, your pirate. Yeah. So if they're doing like a video, mm. they just like show themselves sleeping. For it's forever? not necessarily a video, like, even. I, it's, I don't it's, get... It may be a streaming thing, and yeah, they may their pirate may go to sleep for ten minutes, and then what what usually happens and see that these is like many of these types of games, like Rust is another one, where it's not just one streamer that people watch; it'll be communities of them in some cases. Yeah. So there'll be like ten simultaneous streams though yeah andrew's pirate goes to sleep i'm gonna switch off of andrew's stream and he's gonna hop over to your stream liz because you're now the pirate who's out like looking for the treasure or you're doing something as part of this role play and and i agree with you it it seems weird from like the actual sea of thieves gameplay as it's designed as we play it but people do it. it and it is actually kind of fun i i prefer it in the sense of how we did where we just kind of made it up as we went uh, yeah, kind of subjected everyone else to like, it. Like, how much freaking time do you have on your hands? Like, for me, it's just like when I play Sea of Thieves, I want it to be like as concise as possible because I got other crap to do. Like, I don't mean this in a judgmental <laughs> way, although, like, I, I hope it doesn't sound like that. But just for me, like, with the whole role playing thing, like, I mean, it's like, oh yeah, I want to like role play Sea of Thieves, so like my character needs to sleep, and you're just like laying there and just like. Well, these well, are people that are like, this is the only game they play and this is what they do. Like, and they're like professional right? streamers, what? like 40 hours a week. Like this yeah. is their job. So like the, 
they have time for it. So they need those breaks is what you're saying. They need those snack Pro- breaks. Probably. Because I mean, for honestly. me, like, I don't buy that with like the role playing thing. I'm doing this to role play. And like, it's like, no, like you're streaming for 10 hours and you need to go to the bathroom. But <laughs> I mean, but you, you know what Grand Theft Auto is, right? You know how it plays? Yeah. So there's like, that's another game that's huge in the role playing community. Like people will play an like, ambulance driver in that game or a cop. Where they actually like go around and like pull people over for speeding, like stuff like that. Like they actually try to play like a actual simulator role playing game. And so some people do that with Sea of Thieves, which I think is not odd, but it's just. As where nice- do you stop? Like pirates go to the bathroom. Are you gonna have little potty breaks? I guess. Like I mean, so for me, it's like for me, it's just no, like I don't you're do not. It. You're not like for me, it's like this whole role. I don't know. But, I sound judgmental. I just don't get it. Like it's not. It's not for me. <laughs> to me, what I think is is kind of odd about it is CFT still does not have any dedicated servers. So at least Grand Theft Auto has done that. So people who are playing role playing game, like as a role playing game, you can join that server. And see Thieves, you can't. So you may be trying to do role playing, but you know here comes a big old galleon full of scumbags who just want to harass you nonstop. It's like you can't do anything really about it unless you beat them. But one of the new contents they came out are uh, Ghost Forts. And the ghost forts are really well designed, but they specifically made a lot of things in the ghost forts as well for role players. They made it so you could actually kind of set it up as your base. It's it's The ghost forts are very similar to the skelly forts that happen in the world, but it's less loot, but they're easier to do. But it's like a three-tiered fort, you know, with cannons on the side. You know, there's bunk beds, a huge kitchen, table, a map, like a whole bunch of things where you could run and kind of have a quote-unquote base. But... Like I said, I looked it up and yeah, you can't do dedicated servers, so it's just kind of like. Well, like well, I mean, like you. pirates are sometimes woken up by gunfire, I guess. So maybe it's just like it's kind of real for them. Yeah. But I mean, like I like that you. I, I mean, I said it kind of said this sarcastically, but you like you earlier you just said scumbags, and I feel like this game really is like two types of people. There are the people that are aggressive that want to play as pirates, and then there are people. That just want to play the game, which both are fine because it is a pirate game. But I, I guess, do think yeah. it's interesting that you that you said scumbags. Let me you okay, don't like yeah. it. Let me reiterate. So, if you were the type of person that's going around and just kills people and take their loot, whatever that is the game. Well, I hate this phrase, but people say it. You know, this is sea of thieves, not sea of friends. I get it. Okay, but there are sometimes that they that pe- the people that are trying to like take over their boats really suck, and then they get embarrassed and sign off after they fail the first time. So for me, I'm just like sometimes I feel like people are just attacking ships because they're like we're gonna sign off in like in like ten minutes anyways. Like why don't we just harass this person? So I feel like there's just like the jerk, the pirate, and then the person that just wants to go around digging stuff up. Yeah, for me, the people that are kind of scumbags are the people that literally keep coming at you you take them out easily and just sink their ship but they literally keep coming back and coming back and coming back and coming back you literally could have nothing on your ship but these people just keep coming back but and it's like I leave think me it's alone embarrassing the other way around though like if someone attacks you and you wipe them out and then they just sign off the server and just like really like I, so for me, I, like I just kind of I there's no in between. I feel like either ah. like there's nobody that like really tries hard and is good and then fails and it's like okay, well I'm gonna stop harassing you and but stay on the server. There's none of that. It's just like you know, go big or go home. Yeah, it just it irritates me when people come back. I don't wasting both of our time. I'm so torn on it, and I think the biggest thing is I agree with you, Andrew. Is I don't know if I'm gonna attack someone and I fail, 
I'm not going back for a second whooping. I, I went, oh, <laughs> I, I clearly was outmatched there and I should not be fighting you. I'm going to carry on with my life. Please leave me alone as as well. Um, so and I don't even think those people are jerks. They're just dumb, honestly. Like, it can, In some cases, yes, they're doing it purely just to be a nuisance. And sometimes they're not even trying to sink you. They'll just come try to ram into your boat really just literally be a nuisance and i'll admit i can't stand those people but it is such a weird fine line of the whole point of this game is to attack people i mean not really because you have alliances but it's like it's it's just a factor of the game so i try so hard not to let it annoy me i think the one thing and i and i don't even think that this is really like breaking news here and i don't think anyone would be shocked to find out the people i really can't stand the most is Attack me all you want, but I really could not care for your stupid trash talk. And, like, I, I don't need to know that, ooh, you own me as you, you know, sink my boat. Cool. I, yeah. I, I understand. I, I was there. I was present. I watched it happen. And I, it doesn't even hurt my feelings. I'm just like, cool. Like, if, if that's the part that you feel good about, and because it's the internet and people have to make something that could be fun a bad time, like it's it is not that frequent. I, I if you've never played this game and you're afraid to, to run into this, it's not common. But you have people who like they find ways of throwing in racial slurs or homophobic yeah. slurs, and it's one of those things that I'm just like, why is that necessary? Why is it necessary that I'm just sitting here trying to play a game and you come over, you attack me, fine. But then you just start spamming racial slurs at me, and I'm like, what, for for what purpose? What Where is the joy here? See, I've seen a lot of videos, and a lot of the people that just get annihilated, they're the ones that go off. And they, especially homophobic slurs, that's what I've heard the most. Oh, that happens a lot, and too. And it's so, like, it's so outrageously done. And I, I think, too, like, I mean, when we used to play, like, way back in the day, I've gotten better at it, but... I was always the one that wanted to go to Outpost all the time to drop off treasure. Yeah, we'd have one chest. I knew if we had a full boat of chests that, you know. But I also want to say, like, to Keith's point, like, looking at YouTube videos and stuff, I feel like a lot of the funny videos came from, like, a couple years ago. And I don't think the, like, toxicity has really gone away from the game. Like, looking at a lot of the videos online... I I mean I I can't really fault the game with that, but I don't think it's gotten any better. You know, it used to be like there were some people that would post a lot of like funny videos and like pranks and stuff, and I feel like that's kind of gone away a little bit in the videos, and just so like the toxicity is more highlighted. I didn't interact with any crazy toxicity toxicity like I can't remember the last time. Well, no, I'm talking about specifically YouTube videos where, like, yeah. you mean, like, you're meeting in the, uh, what is it, the Ship of the Damned? Or, or the whatever. Fairy of the Damned, yeah. Fairy of the Damned. And, like, you just hear, like, I mostly hear homophobic slurs a lot. Yeah. And I will say, too, like, you can report people, but they still haven't really come out with an intuitive way to report people. No, they keep saying how... It goes through Microsoft is all it does. Yeah. And which is kind of unfortunate, but, like... You think they would have an easier system to start reporting people because they know there's some severe toxicity in it. I also want to say, do they still come out? This is completely off topic, but do they still come out with those fun things like 
a couple years ago, there was that thing where you had to shoot yourself into a specific chair. Like you had these like little things that you had to do. Not really. Because I thought, oh, was thought those were so much fun and they were you know space every once in a while so there's always like new stuff to do with that so a little bit after the one year anniversary rare announced that they are no longer doing a big patch like they always had these big moments of like you know they had the uh the megalodon event they had the goat the um the skelly ships you know then they had in between those big ones they had these little things to do you know lighting the lantern lighting the lanterns on these certain islands or dying in certain ways or as liz said the shooting yourself into these chairs i always remember that because like i was weirdly good at it yeah. and it's like I mean, always like there. a proud moment of my gaming where it's just like i was just i, I felt like i just loved it because i was good at it but now rare does these big patches between their battle pass so they now have come out with a battle pass which they call of course the plunder pass and i gotta say it's honestly one of my favorite battle passes so Anyone who's, for the most part, played any video game at this point kind of knows what a battle pass is. Every game has a battle pass now. Essentially, it is a kind of a... There's a free version, usually a premium version of this battle pass, where you are leveling it up, usually to level 100. And as you level it up, you get rewards. Rares. So usually when you do a battle pass, like I said, there's a premium and a free one. The free one usually will only give you like, you know, a little in-game currency, maybe like a spray or something really crappy. But the premium one is the one that has all the good stuff. Sea of Thieves Battle Pass is the complete opposite. The free one is where all the treasure is. You are every level you are getting something. Whether it's gold, whether it's the premium currency, the ancient coins, or the plen- or the uh, doubloons, or maybe some cosmetics. Every level you're getting something. And the premium version of it literally gives you like a ship set and a costume set. So there's like 10 pieces of like premium gear you can get if you buy the premium uh, plunder pass. I never feel like I am pressured to buy the plunder pass because I'm actually earning premium currency just having the free version. And the I free like, version gives great stuff. Yeah, I have like $1.6 million and I don't really feel like I need to spend it. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it you, costs real money to get the premium oh, version. Oh, real money. Yeah. Yeah, no, or the I premium currency. I thought you were currency. talking about like buying stuff in the game. No. I wonder how much money they make from that. Oh, tons. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Any game that usually has like cosmetic stuff like that, they make quite a bit of money. Because I was like floored finding out because Andrew and I, you know, play Gardenscape. Sorry to, you know, throw that in there, Andrew. But um, I was floored how much money they make from that. So like Sea of Thieves, I'm just like, I feel like, like you said, I feel like I don't need to do that at all. I don't never feel like that. Oh, well, you could have this. So I feel like they kind of do well with that where they're not like pushing it. Yeah, but you're earning the premium currency for free. So it's very slow, but you at least can get some of the really nice cosmetics eventually that are in their premium shop. So it's it's really nice. I absolutely love the Battle Pass in Sea of Thieves. I think it's a nice addition. But yeah, they only come up with a major patch between each season of the Battle Pass that they have. So this current one is about the gold um, Golden Sands outpost has got destroyed and it introduced the ghost forts. And now there's like stages. So the second stage... The current one that we're on is summoning the Megalodon, specifically the um, Shrouded Ghost, the one that's the most elusive Megalodon. And I think it's a really lazy event because <laughs> it's essentially, it's very similar to when they first came out with the Megalodon. If you play back then, you know, you have to get a crew of at least five plus people. So you need to ally with someone. You have to go around and do these certain things to summon it. It's kind of boring. I didn't care to do it. 
the shrouded ghost megalodon isn't really anything that interesting. It's just white. So the event's kind of lazy, but I, I at least like it. I like that Sea of Thieves is still coming out with constant content. They're just not as big and crazy. Man, remember, remember the Hungering Deep? That's when, what it's called, the Hungering Deep. I kept forgetting what the name of the event when, was. When you had to get an alliance before alliances were really a thing. Yeah. Like that, that event, and I probably talked about this on the first episode, but that event will forever be burned into my brain because what a nightmare it was because it was, you know, <laughs> it, it as it stood, you kind of already had to hope for the goodwill of other pirates out there that they were actually going to help you and not screw you over. And I think after like our third try, we finally got it. And someone you had been playing with, I don't remember, a, f- a friend at the time of yours had been playing along with us. And out of nowhere, about halfway through the fight, he just decides he's going to, for fun, start shooting the other ships that were supposed to be all helping us. Yeah. And so everyone oh, turned too. on each other, and then everybody died, and we didn't get the dang shark. Yeah. We never played never with that played guy that again. again. Nope. Yeah. That was the last time he ever got to join our crew. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of times where you, you play with someone and you're just like, I, I'm never playing with you again. You don't say it, but you just know like... Mm, and just, and that was the last time I ever played with them. So the next thing I want to talk about, though, is, is so every emissary has finally gotten new voyages. Thank God. Because when you played this game, you had digging up X's for the gold hoarders, fighting skeletons for the order of souls, carrying chickens and snakes. Actually, no, they actually came out with Which the... Which silks and stuff. Yeah, the they came out with the silks the and plants in the one-year anniversary, but honestly, that's boring. Like, even more boring. I'd rather catch chickens and snakes. I do not like delivering those goods. Um, and then... And that was it. Yeah, but then they came out with like, the Reapers and the other ones. So the gold hoarders now have gold vaults, which you go and kind of find scraps of a map and eventually dig up a key and you unlock a vault. Try to grab as much treasure as you can before the vault closes on you. Order of Souls now has you fight ghost ships. And then the merchants, thank God, finally have a fun voyage where you are going along this path and looking for a sunken merchant ship. And it is very rewarding. It gives you a ton of loot. It's something that's very simple. But man, I am so glad they finally did something for the merchants. But also for the merchants, they came out with a uh, bartering system where you can buy goods for really cheap at one outpost and trade to another outpost. That's not very fun. But at least they came out with a fun voyage for them. But the first two that you said, I mean, you really need to play with other people in order for it to be beneficial. Yes, doing the gold vault by yourself is not very good. And same with like battling scully ships, you know? You're not buying it's it's ghost ships. There's a difference. Ghost ships. Yeah, ghost ships you can shoot three times anywhere and it sinks them. I know, but what I'm saying is like I feel like it's a lot easier to play by yourself with the way that it used to be. Yes. I mean you're still like filling holes and stuff and even the merchant one, you can do solo, but it is just so much more efficient when you have somebody. So what do you guys think of these new voyages? Are they good additions? I think they're good. I just like the old school style of playing. I just wish that it was, like I said earlier, more concise where like you don't have to spend like three plus hours doing one. You know, I remember like the islands used to be like all over the place. So gameplay wise, I preferred the old way, but efficiency wise, like the new stuff is definitely a little bit superior. Yeah, 100%. I mean, a lot bit <laughs> superior. So I actually never gave a, I actually never tried the new merchant one, to be honest. It does sound oh, fun. Yeah. I think I, I, I do think I would enjoy that or just 
the concept of it alone, I can tell you, I enjoy more than the, the normal ones. Delivering stuff was the worst thing ever. It, it's just, I don't know. It's not that fun. Um, it's incredibly boring. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I do like the fights with the ghost ships, but honestly, and I, it kind of goes back to what you're saying is in, it's unfortunate because the land fighting is kind of the most boring but I want to do more of it. And so I just want a few new weapons. I just want that to be more interesting, but, or I, or I kind of would like if they maybe had some of these missions where you're not fighting some skeleton captains, maybe you have to go fight some ocean crawlers or some ghosts on land instead of at sea. Like that would be kind of fun, but I like them. I like the addition. I thought the gold vault was pretty fun. It's a little bit tough to do solo, um, yeah, I ran it by myself. Much reward. Yeah, I, I mean, I lost all my reward thanks to a, a nice little reaper that came came up behind me after I I got all my treasure. But I had even doing it by myself, I probably still was going to come away with a good twenty five thousand. I mean, I had a lot of treasure and I picked up a lot in the vault, so those were really cool. But I think the best addition, and I don't know if you mentioned it, and I, I wasn't paying attention or whatever, is the new Athena missions. We, yeah, that just came out like a yeah. week or two ago. And and you and I ran one of those. And again, maybe because part of it includes not having to do one of those boring merchant missions just to do them. But these new Athena missions were way more fun than the old ones. And yeah. I would much rather do these over the old ones any day. But this is the tornado one, right? That tells yeah. you where every... Like, yeah, because that's what happened with the... When you're playing the other night, right? Yeah. So there's a new Athena is called Through the Veil. I think that's what it's called, or Crossing the Veil, something with the veil. Something veil stones. Yeah, you're... something veil. But uh, it's essentially, honestly, it plays a little bit like a tall tale. The pirate cat lord comes to your boat, kind of gives you this whole story of, you know, the veil between the living world and the dead world is this thin veil that this group is trying to break, and you are got to stop them. And it's a lot more efficient because anyone who's done the original Athenas. It is pretty boring. You get you get two gold horde missions you gotta do, two merchants, two order of souls missions. You do all those, and you get your chest of legends. That's it. Pretty boring. But this one was these interesting battle moments of fighting these NPCs when we actually had friendly NPCs fighting with us. You know, it had like these cool like hide and seek moments where you're trying to search an island for hidden statues. And then it ends with this really cool ship battle where you have to fight these forts and go ships and eventually fight this big fort. But as Liz said, yeah, there's a massive tornado that appears. So literally everyone on the server knows what you're doing. So you're trying to do this and people can just come and start harassing you. It's just not a good time. Luckily, the one me and Keith did was practically in the devil's roar. So nobody's coming over there. Yeah. Weren't we on like a server where everyone was in an alliance too? Or did we get... No, that was a different one. Okay. I remember is the Devil's Roar the Volcano? Yeah. Yeah. Much more tame these days. Yeah, they finally, yeah, they, they turned down the Devil's Roar a little bit, which is nice. Which I think it's really interesting with the Reaper flag. Like, you never find, or I personally never find, like, a Reaper ship that's friendly. No. It is really, like, the people point. that attack you. No, but, like, there's certain, like, when we first started playing, there were certain things that you needed the Reaper flag for. Yeah. So you you didn't play as a jerk, or as a pirate, sorry. Like, but <laughs> so for me, like you didn't play as a pirate. You just needed to have the reaper flag up. 
Which you is know. whenever I run Reapers, that's what I do. I am have the Reaper flag up, but I'm just doing world events. Exactly. But what I'm saying is like when you're playing the game, like if I have the Reaper flag up, it's because I have to have it up. But whenever you encounter one, they are not friendly. <laughs> I've noticed since the one university, I feel like more people are more aggressive. I had a very hard time convincing people to join Alliance with me, which is annoying because Alliance is just beneficial for everyone. You like, get why would you like not half, the, half the amount of money. But yeah, I think people are more aggressive. And I'm curious. So now too, the big thing that has happened recently is they finally, they closed the arena, which the arena came out during the one year anniversary, which was a specific PVP. Everyone was kind of hunting treasure and just fighting on a small map. It was just a closed kind of combat ship battle and some land battle, but they closed it. They said at most... Only 2% of their player base ever played the arena, even when it first came out. So they said it wasn't worth working on, it wasn't worth doing anything to it, and they just decided to close it, which is kind of sad. I actually enjoyed the arena. I just never really had a crew to play with. I mean, I mean, I remember playing it with you, and it was fun. I mean, it was a little frantic, but it's just like, I'm surprised that more people didn't play it. Like, why didn't all the aggressive people that want to pirate actually like have other people that want to pirate as well? That's why I feel like it's... If like it's weird that it's a bit more predatory, you know, with like in the game where they're like they they're hoping to find like a sloop that's like defenseless versus like, you know, manning up and doing the arena. Yeah. You know, so it's weird that it's like all the pirates are just like, oh no, I don't want to actually battle. Well, it's the same reason why people you may not know, but why people smurf. It's a term of like you know a person who you know plays a heavy PvP game like Apex Legends or Overwatch. You know, you may be a diamond division person, but, you know, you're going against diamond people. That You don't want to do that. You want to go against people that are bronze ranked. So you create a new account just to poke on little kids because they're super easy. People do it all the time. And I honestly you could say it's probably the same reason people do it on Sea of Thieves. They want to go for that solo soup because they know they're an easy pick and target. I also like, so this reminds me, like, when I was, I was watching a YouTube video and someone in the comments, this... Galleon just annihilated another Galleon. And someone in the comments was like, oh, this is what it looks like when people board my ship. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is their point of view, which I thought was really funny. But yeah, that's why, that's why I'm so surprised at the percentage of that with the, um, with the arena. I was too. I, I mean, it kind of makes sense. There was, a, I feel like a handful of times I had a hard time getting a full lobby. So I guess it makes sense, but it kind of makes me sad. Um. But so the next thing, we don't have to talk too much about it because, you know, if you really want to know too much of our thoughts on graphics, just listen to the original episode of Sea of Thieves. But there's one thing I want to touch base a little bit about the graphics, and that is all the new cosmetics Sea of Thieves has been coming out with. So I don't know if you guys ever looked through the premium shop, the Pirate Emporium, you know, even just sailing the seas, you can see a lot of people with various costumes. I will say some of the costume designs are pretty cool, but some are kind of insane. What do you guys? How do you guys think the art style of Sea of Thieves is going? Because back in the day, I thought it was gorgeous. It was very much a pirate sim, but now it's getting, I think, a bit too cartoony. I haven't looked too much at the Emporium. I I still have our old uniform that you said that you guys got. The rid blue of. dress that was our and old you pirate know what? uniform. I stand by it. I don't need a fancy getup. I think my character looks great. I you guys used to tease me about. My character. And I think <laughs> Super that's... old man with no teeth. Oh, our adorable old man. 
he is adorable and i think that he's just like the perfection that was sea of thieves a couple years ago <laughs> so there's no need to change it i don't need to go to an emporium you know um but also just like i i forgot to before we recorded um so like i had how it's changed like i feel like everything in the game besides that which i haven't done um looks the same and um i i love the graphics of sea of thieves now, I, I kind of agree with Andrew as far as, like, you in part, like, you said this to me you know, the other night when we were playing. Like, the more that they've added, the less real it's become with these new ghost forts and all these things. It's just everything is bright, and it looks nice, but it's just, it's almost cartoony. Whereas I used to just sit in, like, in awe and wonder of just, like, the horizon on Sea of Thieves, the the oceans the boats the shadows and all of those things are still there and they're still fantastic so like it hasn't gotten worse there's just aspects that haven't gotten better and they just take away from it a little i think is more yeah what it, is. It, it pulls me a little bit out of the world because what it reminds me a little bit of i feel like sea thieves is starting to drift a little bit into fortnite mm. the, like, di- fortnite... the disney thing is is the kind of the first step honestly yeah because like fortnite when it first came out was you know you, there were some goofy dances, but if you play Fortnite now, it's just nonstop music playing with these weird dances. You got literally every sort of costume from like John Wick, Rick and Morty to like Marvel and just all these wild costumes. And I feel like Sea of Thieves is starting to drift a little bit into that. It kind of bums me out. But some of it is cool. Some of the ship designs are fantastic and are really gorgeous and I love them. But, oh, another thing that I loved, because it was a new addition, they now added a lot more graphical stuff to Underwater. With the second episode of Pirate's Life, you go down underneath into the Siren's Lair. You know, you now fight these underwater creatures. And their environments are gorgeous. Beautiful coral. Tons of broken ships. You go through this, like, labyrinth of just really cool crystals and mazes. It's gorgeous. I just, I don't know. Some of the cosmetics, though, like I said, just kind of don't care for i think i remember that the talk because that was where you were you'd find the unmarked islands and stuff right uh, the unmarked islands some of them some of them that was back then in those it's trust me it's the sirens is even more beautiful and <laughs> elaborate yeah they're, they're crazy looking nice. <laughs> and then as far as the audio goes once again not too much different but i just gotta point out the very first episode of pirate's life really got on my nerves <laughs> does what? it play butt rock no, just nonstop. A ghost constantly saying, oh, dead man, tell no tales. tales. Constantly. Yeah. And I was just like, for the love of God, shut up. And then as soon as you keep going, they go, man, these ghosts have a lot of tales to tell. And it's just like, <laughs> so this ghost is constantly yelling in my ear that dead men tell no tales. And then they go, mm, these ghosts have a lot of tales to tell. It's like, but did you I, have to do the audio so much then? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will on. say, as someone who loves repetition, um, not in like audio specifically, just in everyday life. I love re- repetition. I found it a little annoying. <laughs> like I, I was I was done with the story after just the first one, you know. But I mean, audio wise, like you know, if something's chasing you, like there's. I mean, I think the audio is is good. But yeah, that the story wise, it made yeah. me not want to do another. I mean, I understand the context. I because like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, I think literally does that all the time too. Like there's a voice that says that, and then of course you know there's. Pirates of the Caribbean movie called Dead Men Tell No Tales. I get the reference, but my God, I didn't need to hear it every five seconds. (laughs) It's a bit much. Yes, it was annoying. 
But the nice thing about audio, the musical instruments, you now have a ton of shanties and you can select your shanties, which was a really nice feature. Because I remember back in the day, we always would play our music, but there was like six songs, which is really lame. I would love for Sea of Thieves to rare to finally, you know, they added a bunch of little improvements to ship. Give us a jukebox. I would love to have a little musical box on my ship that plays row, row, row your boat for me while I'm sailing. Like, I would love if they had a little jukebox you could play. So, Rare, if you're listening, that could be your next ship improvement. They already have a jukebox in the tavern that you can play. The little skeleton guy that dances. So, it's in the game. Just put it on the boat. I was going to say, would that look like out of place, having a jukebox on your ship? I mean, it's literally a musical box. Like, it's a little tiny thing. So, they just need to put that in the ship. It'll be fine. Okay. Um, oh, but there actually is another thing that is for audio that's really annoying. And that is the pets. I was so excited originally when pets were coming. You know, me and Keith always talked about it. Like, hey, this would be so cool to have a little monkey or something. I hate the pets. I never take it out. I have a dog and a monkey. Well, they don't do anything, right? They don't do anything. But they whine every time battling's going on. And I don't need to hear cannon fire and my dog constantly crying or my monkey hollering. I mean, it'd be nice if it was just like a warning. But I will say, though, maybe it's because of the way that you treated your pets. You know, (laughs) I was playing with a... Andrew and uh, Keith. Keith yeah, and Keith. Yeah, I was just trying to think if Keith was there. And then I remember he was because you guys are both tossing your pets out of the cannon. The cannon. And then you're like, oh, Liz, you do it. You do it. I'm like, why? Because it was really you funny. so bad. Because I no, handed you the why? monkey. <laughs> you why like- would you think, hey, let me put my pet in a cannon <laughs> and shoot him? And you're just like, Liz, why aren't you doing it? It's so fun. It's so funny. Like, maybe that's why they were whining all the time. It was hilarious. If you shoot a monkey out of a cannon, it is it is comedy? How is it funny? It is comedy. Did you why watch it, it fly out How? of a cannon, Liz? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> then that's that. why you didn't find it funny. You didn't. You didn't, you didn't see yeah. the comedy. You didn't watch the comedy happen. <laughs> you know, this is just like such a difference with us. Like for me, I don't like the idea of sleeping during a video game. And I don't like the idea of putting animals in cannons. And you guys are like, yeah, let's just like watch someone sleep for 10 minutes and then shoot animals out of cannons. I never said I wanted to watch somebody sleep in a video game. I know. I'm just saying they do it. I just said that's what role players do. And it did. You were talking about the pros of it. The, the literal only time ever where I would think it is funny to shoot a monkey out of a cannon is in a video game where there's no actual monkeys being harmed and it is just hilarity. Yes, I would not shoot a real monkey out of a cannon. I agree. That would be very morbid and grotesque. But, but a monkey that you name Cannonball you and shove it into a cannon and launch it, it's hilarious. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you shot it out of like a water cannon at some slow enough speed and it landed on like a bed of jello, just because I bet it'd be kind of funny and cute when it did that, but I don't know. But yeah, those are my only kind of gripes with uh, audio. But besides that, they've added some new music, like I said, with the Ghost Fort. You kind of have the fort music, but it's kind of, you know, more Spanish version. Like there's more, what instruments they use? Uh, I can't think of it. But yeah, it definitely has like a Spanish vibe to it. So it kind of has like this cool environment to it. So they have some new music in the game. But one of my complaints, like I said, I wish I had the jukebox in the boat because there really isn't much music when you're sailing. So you're just kind of hearing waves, which is very relaxing, but kind of puts Play me to sleep sometimes. your own shanties. It just, uh, you know what, I'm solo. just hearing a lot of laziness. I just want to sleep while I'm playing. I, I, I want a jukebox and I'm too lazy to play my shanties. Like, uh, let's get, get, get into here. a fight to finish the music playing. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you have solutions to your problem. But great thing about the current state of Sea of Thieves is the achievements because boy howdy, there's a lot of them. Think, boy howdy. Boy howdy. <laughs> like that phrase? I think the gamer score is over 3,000 now. Dang. Because with every patch, they keep coming out. So like this, the Ghost Fort one, they add like five new achievements that are based around the Ghost Forts. They're all pretty easy to knock out. So when you're playing, you are generally just going to keep getting achievements. I don't think I recommend the game exactly for achievement hunters, but it is very rewarding just kind of playing. You're just getting achievements here and there. Because when you look through the list, there's some very easy ones. It's a lot to look through. But... We're going to get to our final thoughts here for revisiting Sea of Thieves. So for me, as I've kind of said, I think Sea of Thieves is still a very fun game. I just think it's gotten worse if you're a solo slooper. If you're someone who's very good, you could obviously still kind of get by. But the thing that kind of irritates with Sea of Thieves, I feel like it's just gotten away from the realistic pirate sim. Because originally when they came out this game, they're like, we wanted to have like no HUD, like nothing on your screen, like not even a health bar. But the health bar appears when you take damage. But like, that's it. You know, we wanted you to actually control every aspect of your ship. We wanted this to be, you know, you see your map and it's just like you can navigate the map, but you don't see anyone. But in the current state of Sea of Thieves, I feel like it's hard to stay under the radar. I feel like now a lot of things are constantly broadcasting that you're doing something and it just encourages people to harass you. So I feel like it's just more encouraging to be in a team and have a group of people, which is fine. You know, if you have some friends, this is a fantastic game. It is still hilarious. I don't think it's as good as like kind of creating your own stories and going on these weird, wacky adventures. I had some of the moments, but not. I don't think it's nearly as much. But granted, we've put hundreds of hours in this game, so maybe I feel like we've just done everything. I love the new additions. It is so much easier to get to Pirate Legend now. We didn't even talk about the emissary flags where you get bonus gold just by doing whatever. And you get a ton of money. So if you're a solo person, check out the Tall Tales. You'll have fun with them, but I you need friends, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately for us. In in real life and in the game. I think I'm just gonna give it a ninety. Oh. I was I was like waiting for more to that ninety. You you ended up abruptly, like there was more to it. Cause I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I want to give it lower, but I'm like, I still have a lot of fun with this. It's still a very good game. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I don't want to say you were negative about it because you weren't, but I don't even think I'm at, at that. I I can see all of your points that I think that there's, you know, the old style of the game was it did make it easier to stay hidden. And I think that was one of the biggest things is it, it felt so much more of a almost it was it was never a survival game in any capacity, but it felt a little bit more of one with. The only map you could look at being the one in your ship. You only had your compass. You only, you had nothing to really rely on outside of all of that. I mean, heck, they actually have the North Star in the game. So even if you don't look at the compass, you technically can guide yourself to a certain degree just as a pirate would. And all of that was cool. And I, and I think where we used to be able to come up with kind of just some of this weird things and just do whatever was... Everyone kind of was in the same boat. We all ran out of things to do. And so we were all kind of just sailing the seas, screwing around. Like everyone was in that same boat. But now everybody's always doing something. And so it just ultimately everyone's on the defensive. No one wants to be a friend or even if they do, they might want to be an alliance, but they want to be in a business alliance. It's like, 
go make your money. I'm going to go make my money. There's not fun. You don't have times where, or as many times, I don't think, where you have all six boats that are on the server sitting around while one person is snoring into their microphone at 3 a.m. Like, (laughs) maybe it's just we're different now and we're older and we don't do these things as much. But I, I feel like that part of the gameplay is gone and I, and I do miss that but man is it still fun and I and as much as some of as all of these new things have taken away some of that purist in me it's made the game I think just so much more accessible and I and I think more people can and would want to pick this up as a result and I just I think that's great so I don't know what I gave it on the first time it was probably an, I don't know an awesome or something so, because who knows if we had a real system in place at that point? Okay. We did. Liz wrote hers down. Oh, but thanks, Liz. Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, um, I yeah, I I think I think ninety two, two. Yeah. So I was originally in ninety five, and you guys have actually talked me down two points, I think, and I'm gonna say eighty eight. I think one of the things that we talked about with... Wait, two points from 95 is 93. No, I'm saying that you guys talked me down two points from the original squad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, I sorry, I didn't that say that correctly. Yeah, so I was originally going to give it a 90, but I we've talked it down to, uh, down to an 88. For me, when we were discussing it the first time, one thing that we really brought up was like the story mode, how we really wanted it. We thought it'd be great. And then what a disappointment. Like, I, not, to, not to sound mean, but it just, like, I don't want to say this in, like, a mean way, but it just felt like such a sellout where it's just, like, it could have been, like, an epic story. It still could have had that sense of adventure. I thought it was boring. And when Captain Jack Spiro came on, I was like, is this a joke? Like, I, because I didn't know any of this was happening. And then there was, like, this scene and, di- like, dialogue that was reminiscent of the actual movie. And I was just, like... This is this doesn't feel like Sea of Thieves. And I also think too that when we were originally playing, like they were trickling in these like different elements that like gave it some spice, like we were, like the volcanoes and stuff and now with like the tornadoes and I just I feel like it's just so much more aggressive and I kind of disagree with you a little bit, Keith, where it's just I think it's far less accessible. It makes me not want to play it as much, where it's just like I like the old school of playing. Um I thought it was really fun, the joking around, and now it's just a lot more serious. And um, you don't really get any of that relaxing time, you know, where you can goof around or someone on the ship can take a break. Um, I don't know. I just think it's kind of gone downhill a little bit. Um, It's still a good game. I still enjoy sailing the seas, but uh, not my jam at the moment. Um, And then looking at Metacritic, Original video, it was um, 69 and 4.9. Now, Xbox One is uh, 69 still and nice. 5.3. And then uh, Series X, TBD, and 7.4. So the scores really aren't that good. But, I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot of factors that could be involved in that, too. I mean, like we touched on earlier, it really, like, it obviously, like, there's, like, an aggressiveness to the game. And, you know, a lot of people are playing against each other. You can play whatever, however you want to. You can be aggressive. You could just do your own thing. But like we said earlier, it's still, like, pretty toxic um, in in a lot of areas, which I don't think they can really help. You can't really force people not to say horrible things and and stuff like that. But it's it's still out there. It's rampant on the internet, so... 
You can turn audio yeah. off so you don't have to listen to people. No, but th- that's true. But it doesn't make it disappear, though. Like, I can cover my ears while you're screaming at me. You're still screaming at me. That's true. So, um, and like I said, I don't fault the game for that. You know, you can't help, like, what kind of people play your game. But um, I'm, you know, th- I think there's a reason why there's a lot of negative reviews. But honestly, this game is so much fun. I just wanted to go back a little bit. Kind of, like, go back to the good old days. <laughs> So Liz normally will, you know, read a random person's uh, review on Metacritic, but we actually had our longtime listener, Curtis, write us an email to what his thoughts were of Sea of Thieves. So fun fact, Curtis has been listening to us since our original Sea of Thieves episode. So thank you so much, Curtis, for sticking around with us. We're so sorry. (laughs) We're sorry if we disappointed you with this episode. I know. I feel like this episode is negative, but we all love the game. (laughs) I know. So Curtis writes, so Sea of Thieves... It always holds a special place in my gaming world. No other game has captured me like Sea of Thieves did way back in the day when release on Game Pass. I can remember how barren it was, and even though at the time my friends said how boring it was, I was secretly hooked, which me and you were, <laughs> Keith. We played the beta like crazy. He says, I haven't played another game that has come close to giving me an absolute sense of freedom. I enjoy that I can go between the different factions, doing different voyages, or just purely go fishing or sailing or hopping from island to island with no real goal in mind, just following your own compass. Even though I haven't played since day one, I'm still I'm still learning all the time, getting better, being my own pirate, and getting more understanding of this world. Sometimes I won't play for a few months, but it's always been a game I could pick up and get back into partly because I love the game, because it's also because the game has a great development team behind it, constantly updating it and adding things to keep players always chasing more adventures. Which I fully agree. Like, this is one thing I... Sea of Thieves actually was um, nominated for the BAFTA Game Awards for Continually Evolving Game. They unfortunately didn't win. They actually lost to No Man's Sky, which I think is understandable. No Man's Sky is a game that has drastically changed. But Curtis continues by saying, In my experience, it's just as much as a game as it is a social experiment. Because every session I play, I am always impacted by other players, whether that's directly or indirectly. Players may come over and shoot on sight. Others may actually want to help. If I see others, I will change what I'm doing to either avoid, attack, or parlay with them, which can lead to many different adventures being good and profitable or bad. Time-wasting, anxiety-inducing experiences, all this to say, every time I play, all that to say, every time I play, I've had both amazingly good and funny sessions, like my crew deciding to play shanties instead of patching holes on the ship, and ringing those bells that serve no purpose. Which, that was your favorite thing, Keith. Oh, no. I used to play music from the shovel. Oh, my God. That was annoying. <laughs> the shovel music. But Chris continues to say to it is a true testament to Sea of Thieves is bringing a great game as evident in its history from its barren beginnings to its current state, having some rich lore that has spawned its own book series, many podcasts, and streamers. If there was nothing to this game, it would have died a long time ago. Besides, this is a game where you can hold and pet and feed a dog or monkey or a bird and make them dance to music. Also, shooting them out of a cannon is enjoyable. See, Liz, we're not the only ones that like shooting pets out of a cannon. Ha ha, you're wrong. You're in the minority here, Liz. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you so much, Curtis, for writing it, writing us a review. I fully agree with a lot of things you said. You know, there's a lot of people out there that think that the world is flat, you know? And you know, three people can tell me the world is flat and uh, call me an idiot, but, you know... Here I am saying what I think, so that's fine. And by the way, I want to say that I sounded really negative this episode, and I think it's just going from a game that I loved and then not playing for a couple years and coming back and seeing kind of what they added to it and what they changed. 
And so for me, like, I'm sorry if this seemed really negative. I really do like it. Like, Curtis is talking about how much he loves this game. And I remember absolutely loving it, too. It just, like, for me, like, the updates went in the opposite direction that I liked. Like, with the things I liked about the game, I feel like they went with the things I didn't like about the game and went that direction, which is totally fine. People obviously love that direction. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I hope I don't sound too negative. It's a great game. I just... You know. <laughs> so thank you again, Curtis, for writing us a review on Sea of Thieves. So just a quick reminder for people, for anyone who gives us a game suggestion, if you've played the game, please give us a review. It can be a couple sentences long or it could be a paragraph, whatever. Give us, Tell us your review and we'd love to read it on the podcast. We don't just want to be the only you know angry voices here yelling into the clouds. But if you have a game suggestion, you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com or at Twitter at gbgppod. Make sure you follow us on Twitter because we normally put a poll for our listener requests because we get quite a bit of them. So make sure you help dictate us as to what game we should play next. Cause we always love when you guys take control. I've been your hardcore gamers danger. You can find me on Xbox live at fiber zero one five two. I've been Keith. I, I, I need to stop coming up with segments cause I don't do well with them. So no, you do not. Nope. But I'm really good at coming up with segments. So I know there's the, something. Segment, it's what segment you're going to come up with. Oh, new segment idea. Keith's new segment. Keith, that Keith's new segment. That's your new segment. And that's the last segment I ever created. <laughs> Sorry, and Liz. I, and I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, coming on Dean. I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob. Noob is E-W. All right, everyone. We're sailing on out of here. So thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.